You're listening to The Retail Perch with Shekhar Raman and Gary Hawkins. We're going to discuss industry challenges and opportunities in grocery retail, AI, current and upcoming trends, and so much more. Hey, folks, welcome back to another episode of The Retail Perch. And uh, I'm telling you, guests have been coming thick and fast, and we have some exciting people coming up, Gary, right? Yes. Uh, we yeah, finished up last episode with Brian Cohen from Pure Red, uh, right. and uh, I see LinkedIn blowing up with uh, the posts, and clearly there's uh, a lot of following, but it was yes. a great conversation. And I yeah. think, uh, uh, you know, on today's episode, uh, I'm really excited about getting into some topics because we've talked about, Gary, about having kind of like an umbrella loyalty program where you can kind of partner up with other brands. Yeah, and create yeah. a kind of a, a loyalty model that expands, you know, it's mutually beneficial to all the retailers involved. Yes. And it looks like today's guest has managed to pull that off. And we're excited to find out how he's done it. And it's also happens to be our first guest all the way from Asia, from the Middle East, from the beautiful city of Dubai. And uh, so I want to welcome Suri, uh, Suri Avir Singh, uh, head of loyalty at uh, uh Enoch, which is Emirates Natural Oil and Gas. I don't know what the C stands for, but uh, we'll find out pretty soon. But uh, Suri, <laughs> welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Hi, Shaker. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, e tell us what stands Enoch stands for. Company. So it's the Emirates oh, National Oil Company. Yes. Got it. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So, uh, Suri, instead of me uh, reading out your quite fantastic resume, if you can tell us, you know, a little bit about your background so we can get to know you and so then we can dive into the topics. Well, it's been, a, it's, it's been an interesting journey for me, Shekhar. I started my career back in the day banking, uh, moved on to advertising, worked with MetLife after that in insurance and uh, Post that in the luxury retail business, in in specifically in loyalty, um, and that's how uh, that's where the loyalty bug bit me. Uh, been in the industry now for over ten years. Uh, it's been six years at Enoch, and uh, funnily enough, it was I never thought loyalty was as as exciting as you know in, uh, as as a career. And uh, again, you know, it's something I fell in love with. And I mean, when I'm speaking about loyalty, it's loyalty data, CRM, the whole tech space. Yep. And uh, I think this is where industry wide today, that's where everybody seems to be headed. Uh, I was, I mean, I, I remember it was 2017. I got a call uh, from the guys at Enoch uh, asking me if I was interested in joining the team. And I uh, uh, was very skeptical at the time because uh, having worked in luxury retail, I, I had no idea as to how the oil industry and how the downstream business of convenience, uh, you know, the automotive space and uh, fuel retail actually worked. Uh, Anyway, it was a plunge I took, and it was actually to set up the program uh, from scratch. Uh, it was uh, a very interesting ride, and uh, that's where Yes Rewards came up, and uh, we launched at even a more interesting time because if you uh, we launched in 2020 uh, at the time when we were in the thick of COVID. Uh, we had no cars on the road, <laughs> and and we had a program to run. <laughs> 
So right. yeah, that's it. Well, I guess yeah. I guess you would you'd say the program ran out of gas before it started. <laughs> so no, I mean, obviously yeah, yeah. not, because it's successful and thriving today. But you know, I'm just trying to play a fun on the words. That, that's that's that. so. How did you pull that off? So I mean, um, we were very uh, we 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 sort of. Uh, uh, we're ready to kind of open the city up in Dubai uh, around the end of 2020. And that's when, I mean, this, um, uh, the UAE handled COVID very, very well. We were one of the fortunate few. And um, the, the, the lull when we had no cars on the street and all of that gave us actually a lot of time to fix what we thought at the time would be uh, tech, tech challenges that we could face. So, you know, before, I mean, as, as you guys are probably uh, very well aware uh, that any such launch requires a lot of technology testing, uh, you know, backend testing, simulations, what we call UATs and things like that. So, so we use this time really well to kind of get as, uh, get, get everything working, you know, so there was, we didn't leave too much to chance. So when we did launch, it was a big bang and, um, you know, everybody was back on the street and then and there you had a new program that rewarded you uh, in fuel. So and, and nothing like this ever existed in the UAE at the time. Hmm. So, yeah, it, I mean, I, I, it, it worked well. So, sorry, maybe give us an overview of the program, sort of how it works, you know, what the rewards are, who's involved uh, to help our listeners uh, understand so, so uh, well, uh, so yes, rewards was uh, came out of a big consulting deep dive that we did with Comarch, one of our, our loyalty partner. Look, Comarch was chosen as a consulting partner back in the day. Uh, at the time when I came on board, and that was twenty seventeen, we had kind of uh, we were out with the RFP, and we said we would look at the technology as well because they're pretty. They've got a very robust uh, uh, loyalty enterprise system. Uh, the program at the time was conceptualized for a very simple reason that fuel as uh, as a business um, has thin margins and it's your convenience and your other automotive businesses so it could be your car wash your oil change your servicing and all of that is um, are, are fairly profitable and we we were looking at ways where we could gather customer data and use all that intelligence that we have and the fact that Enoch um, being a network in itself, wherein we own the convenience store, we look at the car wash, we have all of these businesses under the umbrella, and how we could actually drive the non-fuel business, while of course rewarding customers for things that they did every day, and you know, which was if you're coming to fuel with us two times a day, we know who you are. Um, and we would like to get you into our convenience store. We would like you to come and wash your car with us. We would like you to have a coffee in the morning or maybe pick up your breakfast croissant. And uh, of course, increase the percentage of cross shop between the fuel to the non-fuel business. Right. So that was, the, that, 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 that was sort of the initial concept of it. And over a period of time, we realized the opportunity that we had. And uh, in the convenience store, we've got partners like Starbucks, we've got Nescafe and all of these guys. And a lot of our vendors, uh, you know, saw the merit of this whole thing. And they said, guess what? Instead of spending so much money doing, you know, spray and pray marketing, here we've got the opportunity where your customer's on nap and he, he's getting offers targeted to him. And you've got a coffee subscription that you can look at. You've got a car wash subscription that you can sell. So there, there, there was value both ways. And uh, it's been a very, very interesting ride because, I mean, 
for I think for any of your listeners who uh, worked in the loyalty space, one of the biggest challenges is uh, how do you sell the value of loyalty to your internal stakeholders, mm-hmm. right? And and there is that level of education that comes with time, you know, where you actually start, you know, you, because loyalty is long term, you know. I, I I honestly hate the word itself at times. I say, you know, we're a rewards program. Loyalty is earned. Right. You can't buy it. Correct. So yeah. That, that 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 that's a little bit that's a little good high call level out. about how good call out. I like that because it is you're right. Loyalty is earned, and I think very often you think you can buy it, but you can't really. Uh, you have to. I know. Yeah. So that's that's fascinating because you know fuel is such a big part of a lot of the programs here in the U.S. Uh, Gary, right? I mean, a lot yes. of uh, supermarkets that we work with tend to uh, have that as the cornerstone of their entire. Yeah rewards program yeah and obviously it takes on a different dimension when fuel costs go up uh, becomes more valuable people think about it more and um, that's interesting so so from the just describe how the program actually works i mean what, what is it that the customers do so 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 when so again um we've got we've got three or four core businesses you've got fuel uh, we've got a brand called Zoom, which is our convenience source. Uh, we've got a brand called AutoPro, which is which kind of has the umbrella for your oil change, car servicing, car wash, all of that. And then there is a very unique business, which is your car registration business in Dubai, wherein you have to register your car every year based on uh, the fact that your tires are okay, the car is, or let's let's talk about the roadworthiness of the car. And we've yeah. got a brand for that called The Shield. Now, these are the four core businesses that Enoch's into as far as the downstream uh, forecourt and all of that is concerned. Um, we reward customers for fueling with us. We give them a value back on the volume of fuel they fill. So it's, let's say, uh, a point on a liter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we reward customers for shopping in Zoom, which is, let's say, we've got a 2% cashback or a 2% point back value on the C-Store business. Yeah. Uh, we've got a similar earn structure in the car wash and the, the automotive business and a very similar structure out in the Tashjil business. So it's a, it's, it's a very, it's a simple program. And that was something that we, uh, we very intentionally did is to keep the earn structures very simple uh, and very transparent. You can actually, there's a small toggle which, which you can on the app see what is the value you've got back in dirhams. Uh, based on whatever how much you spend with us uh, one of the key features was also the fact that we're an instant earn and burn program so it's not that you've got any you know blackouts or uh, certain restrictions on where you can redeem uh, none of that you you come you earn and you can i mean literally you can earn for fuel and walk into the convenience store and you can burn that burn your points for whatever your grocery or your coffee or yeah. whatever Hmm. Uh, along with that, we kicked off with a welcome program. So, you know, when you join the program, there's an additional offering. Uh, we use our, you know, uh, intelligence to kind of tailor make offers and customer segments across the entire network. So, you know, I mean, if you look at it at a, uh, you know, at a macro level, you, we kind of have almost 19 segments of customers based on value, frequency, uh, you know, and business so you, you've got customers who fuel customers who fuel and use the convenience business yeah. customers yeah. who do the entire thing and we have incentives for the, each one of these segments saying you know 
uh, it's not only a way of saying thank you for giving us your business, but uh, also becoming part of their daily lives. Yeah. Right? So if you were going to uh, going to work every morning, uh, I we would want you to come and pick up your breakfast from us. You know, we've got a Starbucks nine plus one uh, uh, coffee coffee uh, offering, which is right. which does really well for us. Uh, we don't regulate what size of coffee, what type of coffee, whatever. It's a free coffee. You can come and choose right. what you like. Nice. And it gives you gives you very interesting insights. Yeah. Have you uh, have you or have you thought about bringing in other um, uh, outside partners to the program, like hotels or restaurants or that type thing? That's a great question, Gary. So yes. We uh, we launched our program uh, back in 2020, as I was I was saying. In 2021, uh, I would say let's say 2022 is when we launched our co-branded credit card. So our first partnership was a bank credit card, and this was the first fuel co-brand in the market as well. Uh, last year, uh, last last year, I mean, yeah, that's December, and this year, this year, the start of this year, January, we've had a 600% growth on the card. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's a record. It's a record yeah. for us. We 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 did not expect the kind of numbers that we're getting, and this was our first foray into a partnership. Or you know, because back back when we started, that's well, let's focus on the internal brands. Yeah, let's see what the customer sentiment is before we actually venture out and uh, you know scope scope the market and see whether. Uh, whether there is value in looking at partners, because yeah. I mean the whole yeah I, I mean the whole core of partnerships, Gary, is two things. One, of course, is customer value, and second, is profitability as a program. Yes, yeah, I, you know, as I'm sure you've seen and studied, um, you know, coalition loyalty programs have been, you know, very successful, very uh, uh, large in you know the UK, uh, different European markets other uh, markets around the world. They've never, sh Shaker, really taken hold here in the U.S., although yeah. I personally think there's a significant opportunity here for someone to do it right. Uh, but, you know, sorry, back to what you're doing. You know, it certainly sounds like what you've built, you know, across those core businesses that Enoch controls, a really solid foundation that you can now continue to expand upon and continue to grow. Gary, a, a, a strong core foundation is, I think, the most important thing about a program. Yes. And that's where I feel many a times people go wrong because there's you don't need to rush into trying to, let's say, get too many partners on board yeah. right up front. Uh, technology, as, uh, you know, as amazing as it is, uh, needs to be uh, needs to be used well first to see what kind of customer value that you're getting and the fact that it has to be stabilized. Yes. Yeah, it sounds it sounds a little techy, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, there's so much happening in the world today that it's hard to keep up. You know, as businesses, it's very important that you understand what you need and how do you monetize it. Otherwise, it's 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 a it's it's a vast jungle of yeah, there's too much happening. That's what yes. So how are customers and, identifying themselves as a pump today? Sorry, I mean, is it a phone number, a barcode? What is it? Oh uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's an interesting one, Shaker, which was one of the biggest challenges we had. So in the U.S. Uh, or in Europe, you 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 fuel and you pay for fuel yourself in the convenience store, or you can tap at the at the pump. 
Now, back in South Asia, Middle East, you know, India, subcontinent, you've got you've got fuel attendants and New Jersey, and oh well, there you go. <laughs> in New Jersey, you can't put your state. own, you can't pump your own gas. You can't put your own gas. Right. That's right. That's right. So now, so th this was a big challenge for us back in the day. Today, you've got machines which can actually literally scan your card the way you would in a convenience store. I mean, your your payment devices have got a scanner. But back when we launched, we had nothing like that. So we came up with a very unique sort of a solution, which was pushing a code to the phone and the pump. And, and this was pushed by the loyalty provider. And what it did was interesting because one, it validated the transaction. Two, it kept away any fraud. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So the customer himself would identify and, and give the attendant the number oh, saying, hey, yeah, it's kind of one, like two, an three, OTP four. of sorts. Uh, it is an OTP. That, that's what it is. Right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. It was it, it, it was an OTP. It is an OTP. Right. In fact. And what, it allows us to identify the car, the customer and the pump. So we know if you've paid, if you fueled for 100 liters, uh, it is Shaker who is fueled, yeah, not yeah. Gary. And Gary, I don't know if you're aware, but in, in India, if you take an Uber, that's what you get. You know, that's how you they match you up with the driver. Is okay. you, you get a you get a code, and you're gonna give that code to the driver, and they punch it in, and that's kind of how they connect the driver to the passenger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, so we, we 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 use the OTP uh, method, but now you've got scanners coming in, and I I, I think we're gonna move to that yeah. because yeah. there is that bit of uh, let's say friction when it comes to that OTP. Mm -hmm. uh, many customers forget it, or at times you would have it you would have a situation where somebody's given it and the attendants uh, probably missed it. Yeah. So right. yeah, there, there is there is that challenge, but at the time there was nothing else we could do. Correct. Correct. So yeah, we are legacy systems. You know, oil and gas has the the one drawback has been that you know these are legacy systems. The industry had been laid back because of the way the, the market is in UAE as well. You know, you don't have Shell, you don't have BP, and all of these guys yeah. here. Right. So I think what's fascinating is we probably have a lot of listeners, Gary, who have not been deep into the loyalty space. They're starting to consider loyalty in their respective businesses. Maybe you're, yeah. I don't know, 10, 15, 20 store chain and you operated fine. And now you feel that, you know, without data, it's like driving blind. Uh, so tell us about how you grew it. I mean, you launched it, you know, and then you probably steadily, you're probably watching these numbers, right? In terms of new people who are joining the program, retention, overall usage. What what are the metrics that you're looking at? So I mean, uh, so in 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 the start to start, uh, Shaker, it was it was an absolute focus on customer acquisition. Now, to our advantage, the fact that we, uh, you know, fuel was always our anchor, so we knew we got very high numbers. But it was still uh, the big challenge was how do you get customers to download the application? So of course, uh, you know, we had a strong acquisition campaign. We had a strong incentive. But the most important thing was also educating our own staff to be able to communicate to the customer and tell them what a loyalty program is and the fact that it is worthwhile having it on their phones. Yeah. Because if you, again, look at the workforce internally, uh, we've got a very diverse mix of Indian, Bangladeshi, Pakistani, uh, African. Uh, I mean, Dubai has got all the nationalities you can think right. of. Um, 
Now, you're trying to communicate to such a diverse space of individuals uh, and tell them, hey, guess what? We've got a loyalty program and your customer needs to download, your, I mean, download an app. I, it, it was not easy. So we had a very strong focus on training. Uh, and a lot of it was driving that message to the consumer himself, yeah. saying, hey, fuel uh, is not cheap. And if you simply download this app and earn this cashback value, uh, there is an X amount of money you can save every month. And it took time. I mean, of course, you know, we had a big raffle draw in the beginning. We actually gave away two Audi, Audi Q3s. And that's what created a big buzz. We got covered all over. So that was the, the initial buzz. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we had a coffee program that we launched where you could just come in and get a discount straight up when you uh, pick up your morning coffee. Uh, that's what slowly got in the numbers. So One you made some investment anchor... into the acquisition campaign. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we made a big investment. Yeah, yeah, big sure. Acquisition. So, so, sir, so I'm sure you're collecting, you know, a massive amount of data uh, across this program, across you know the different businesses involved. Um, do you, as sort of the the loyalty team, are you the ones that are really analyzing, you know, finding insights and and using leveraging that data? Or are you making that data available to the different business units, like the convenience store or, you know, the registration company and so on? Gary, I would say it's a mix of both. Now, we, we work very closely with the convenience store business. I, in fact, sit on the same floor as the convenience store business. Uh, so we, we, we're a very tight unit when it comes to uh, taking decisions on what has to be done. We literally have team meetings every day. Uh, we analyze the data. We sort of give some, let's say, you know, bring about some, uh, there's a bit of method to the madness. Otherwise, you know, if you start sharing data, every, uh, someone who's not an expert in data can analyze it and read it very differently. Yes. So what we, and, and what we try to do is not, don't try to do too much, right? Feed in the right info so that you get the right results and then measure them correctly and then grow it. So, you know, it's taken, as I was saying earlier, it's taken time. Uh, but what we did was focused on a coffee program. That's where you've got great margins. Uh, focused on using technology to drive consumers. I just give you a small example. Uh, imagine you're washing your car. Now you've come into the gas station. You've, you're driving through that auto wash, but you've got to pay for it up front. The moment you pay, I know you're in my gas station. Right? And we push a notification to you with an offer which literally says, hey, your car's going to take, what, 20 minutes to get cleaned, tried, all of that. Yeah. Why don't you go to the, why don't you walk into the convenience store? I've got a 50% off for you on your coffee and a croissant. Right. Yeah. So we use these different simulated offers based on where you are. So, I mean, if, if it, and what time you're coming to the gas stations. Of course, a lot of it is pre-planned. Yeah. Uh, but we were able to kind of, Taylor made these offers for different segments, for different spend capabilities, and uh, and then ensure a lot of these are running and communicated really, really well. So we use the app a lot for, uh, for our communication. Mm -hmm. uh, we do not stress too much on email communication. We, I mean, push notifications, uh, offers on the app, just to ensure that, you know, we, we, we don't over bombard customers with boring emails that many of us don't right. want to read anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So there right. is a, it's a, yeah. So I guess, I, I guess we've all been through this. <laughs> so in the back end, obviously there's tight integration with the pause and uh, your loyalty platform to make sure data is coming through in real time and right. being able to react right. to it. Right. So that must have taken some doing. So I mean, uh, that that was that was uh, again the basis of the launch. At the launch, we were very clear we wanted real time data. Right? So we said no, there is not going to be any batch files coming in. There is no one week settlements, not end yeah. of day settlements. No, it's got to be real time. It's got to be now, uh, because that then allows you to do a lot of uh, fun things in real time. Um, yes, it was a big challenge because I mean, if you look at the convenience store business, they've got a different past. The oil business has a different pass, and each of the businesses, I mean, they've and they've got our own very own differently uh, configured, unique POS systems, which, right. to be fair, cater to their own businesses. Yes. So uh, we had to find common ground on how we could integrate with uh, each one of them. Uh, it, it took us a lot of time as well. I mean, it, I, it took us almost a year's time to kind of launch the program because multiple rounds of testing, just making sure everything works the way it should uh, we did not compromise i mean uh, you know you and i've seen this with programs is the fact that everybody's in a hurry to launch mm-hmm. and they forget the whole purpose of why they started out in the first place so, yeah. you know, it's good to say i have a loyalty yeah, program yeah. a day if it if, if it's if it's a broken chain i don't you know personally don't see the sense of it yeah, yeah. i mean that's to be an organizational buy-in to something like this I know top down or bottom up, right? From uh, yeah. and we talk about this, Gary, all the time in our program, which is, you know, you can be sitting in boardrooms and come up with the most amazing programs, but if you don't know how to execute it in the store with the personnel who are actually going to be interacting with the customers, everything falls flat on its face. Right? That, that, so that's absolutely right, Diane. And it sounds like you know Suri invested a lot of time and attention in making all the you know employees or associates across all those different businesses aware of the program, the benefits to the shoppers, how it works and, and so on. Uh, and, and that's absolutely, you know, mission critical to, to making something successful. And I think, I, Gary, it's also the fact that I think when you set up a program like this, I think being able to uh, communicate value in the simplest possible terms, yes, it makes it uh, gives it a broader appeal. And I think you can always build in exciting complications to the program once you have a base set of users. Yes. Uh, right. I, I, I'm, I, sorry, I, I'm, I'm sure you're, that. that's exactly what you're talking about, which is I, I, let's get the people in, let's keep it simple. And then, hey, here's all the fun things we can do on top of it once we have. I, 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 Shaker, I mean, you're, you're, you're speaking my language. This, this is exactly what we did. And uh, I mean, to Gary's point, one of the things that we said, you know, keeping it simple, training and engaging your employees is so important because you've got to understand, you know, while we can sit in head offices and talk about the value of customer data and segmentation, the guy on the shop floor may not get it because he's right. not seeing it, right? right? You've got to give him that one-line cheat sheet of saying, this is what you got to say, and right. Yeah. And how do how do you actually impact his life? So you know you, whether it's a, a incentive program for the staff, and it doesn't have to be something um, very big. It could be a small financial reward, or it could be even simple recognition that you know any shop floor employee craves for. So we focus on things like that, 
And, uh, you know, I feel happy about one thing is that I remember when we, when we were launching the program, there was a bit of resistance saying, you know, I don't think loyalty would drive incremental sales. Hey, guess what? We're in the fuel business. You've got to come and fuel your car anyway. Right. That story has changed. Today, uh, every business wants to do everything and anything with the Yes Rewards program. You know, so whether it's a raffle, it's a coupon, it's a, uh, you know, any direct marketing campaign, it's got to be on Yes. And uh, that just gives me great satisfaction that we've probably done something right. Yeah, yeah. All, all those skeptics become believers when they start seeing the data, understanding the data and what you can do with the data to impact their business. Absolutely. Yeah, once you, yeah, once yeah. you and have it takes time. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It takes yeah. time because, you know, if I have been a market, and I, I used to work in above the line marketing back in the day, you know, and uh, we believe that this is how brands are built, you know, whether it was ATL advertising and media. But if somebody told me, no, hey, guess what? You need to send direct emailers. I was like, oh, no, this is not going to have the impact that a hoarding has today we've been able to sort of change that view. I mean, there is a huge impact that ATL and BDL marketing brings, but at the end of the day, direct marketing, where you can tailor make offers that are as relevant. And I know this cliche has been said over a million times in conferences and interviews and, you know, in talk shows, but it is true. If you can tailor make uh, and reach out to me with something that makes a difference to my life, and if it's relevant, uh, I want to talk to you. Yeah. If not, yeah, we may know a couple of things about that. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, yeah. just by a quick bit of background. I launched one of the first loyalty programs in the U.S. supermarket sector uh, 30 years ago uh, when I was oh, a wow. retailer. <laughs> so um, th this is a subject uh, near and dear to my heart. Yeah. yeah and, I, you know, I, in, in a separate uh, avatar, uh, Gary and I are also uh, uh, working on a. I'm the CEO and founder of uh, co-founder of Birdseye, which is a. Uh, I wouldn't say segment-based approach. It's an individual-based approach to right. uh, rewards and uh, loyalty, uh, where oh, wow. we okay. are not so much as a into a segment. We're we deal with a segment of one, and we're looking at how to grow shoppers and customers one at a time, as opposed to in a segment. And right. what are no, that, I, I think that's that's way more that's that's a lot more detailed. Yeah, yeah. So what our AI really does is looks looks at individual shopper journeys and identifies opportunities to fill in through communications or offers or whatever it is. You know, we should right. chat after this after this is done. But uh, uh, yeah, but but you know, I I think what's what I see of what you've done fantastically well is really had a very deliberate approach to thinking about the program, thinking about who your customer base is, uh, what appeals to them, what kind of messaging works for them, and then being able to understand what are the key metrics I need to have a pulse on uh, and figure out what's the levers to push those metrics up, right? I mean, that's very often a lot of people have metrics, and if they don't know what moves those metrics, there's very little the metrics do for you. I mean, it's like a report card and you don't know if you have to study history, geography, or math. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I shake her. The one thing, one thing which I think every loyalty manager must do is uh, be stubborn. You are going to face a lot of resistance. You will mm -hmm. have your metrics challenged because again, it's long-term 
and uh, you've got you've got to be stubborn. Yeah, uh, I think we've 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 either lost Shaker or uh, yep. yeah, it looks like he uh, looks like he froze or fell asleep. He froze. <laughs> he froze. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, yeah. Shaker's I, back. I think I froze there. So but whoever's yeah, editing yeah. this, just uh, you know, manage this uh, the stuff in between. Yeah, and so, we have, no, we have petitions is... of editors, so they'll figure out how to fix all the stuff. So. <laughs> and, and talking about metrics, right? Long term metrics, short term metrics. You need to dial them in right from the start, and do not, do not budge because you, yes. you know, we have this issue when we're trying to make uh, certain campaigns look good, and you know, or oh, this may not look good. How do we present this? Uh, that fear of, oh, maybe I messed up. I, I, you have to get over that fear and says, guess what? You know what? You will mess up. It, it's going to happen. Uh, no yeah. program is perfect, but unless you don't test it's it's never going to be uh, the right way to you you'd never have the right solution and that is something you have to just live by and continue to do you i mean we've had a lot we we had many naysayers back in the day but today uh, that story has changed and so um, can you give us a couple of stories maybe of you know places yes, where so, so i i'll give you one of the big examples i um, uh, our our uh, percentage of cross shop uh, in our convenience stores at one time was only about about ten percent. Today, the convenience store business themselves are setting a mean target of about forty five percent. Wow, wow, now that is huge. So, so you're saying forty five percent of the shoppers who come to fill gas also shop in the convenience. Also store. shop in the convenience store. Now that's that fantastic. Huge. That is huge. Yeah. That is the huge. number of coffees sold is uh is is remarkable i mean if you look at our brands i mean if, if nestle is a partner um you know we have seen starbucks has got its own loyalty program right but in uae uh, nestle and starbucks uh, work with us in our convenience stores on our program not theirs and they're happy to do it because the kind of retention we have you know for every ninth coffee getting your tenth coffee free and there's a lot of value in that and for our own brand, which is we've got a, we've got our own white label coffee called Zoom, you get your fifth coffee free. So you've got a Nestle co Nescafe coffee, you've got a Starbucks coffee, and you've got our own white labeled coffee. We've recently now launched a car wash subscription where you can pay 99 dirhams, which is nothing, and get 30 car washes a month. Wow. Uh, you can uh, you you've got a coffee subscription where you pay a 99 uh, or now i think we're moving it up to about 150 but you can get your coffees every morning hmm. so there is nice. there is it's created that stickiness within consumers to say hey guess what i'm going to fuel here because i can get my coffee for free and along with that now last year we launched something called mix and match it was basically product combos that if you buy two products all three products you would get an you know, um, uh, an elevated discount and discount in the yeah. form of loyalty points. Yeah. Buy X, get uh, Y type of thing. Yeah. Not even buy, uh, yeah, buy X, get Y, but I don't want you to buy one X. I want you to buy two X or I want Correct. you to buy three X. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the discount was fairly rewarding in the form of customer points. Uh, that campaign was phenomenal. And in, 
today we, we we've actually retained it for another year we're saying guess what you know what it makes us so much money and the fact that customers are now engaged not only with the program but with zoom our, uh, our convenience store just to give you a figure back in the day our transact average transaction values or atvs that we you know all refer to in loyalty in zoom used to sit somewhere between 18 to 21 aed nets dirhams uh, on loyalty today we are over 30 it's 30 wow. dirhams today that's phenomenal so I mean, the the numbers are moving up in the right direction, right. Um, and and you know as Gary was talking about earlier, we we are now looking at partnerships. So we're launching a marketplace. We're launching a yes travel and leisure space where yeah. you can book your airline tickets, hotels, uh, on the on the app itself. And uh, so that's coming in the end of Q two. Uh, nice. in 2024. Yeah, I mean, and, once you have a solid base, you know, it's just the sky's the limit, right? In terms of what you yeah, can Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I know you fuel with me. You live in the city. You, of course, order from a restaurant. You drive a car. You probably rent a car as well. And uh, now we're also launching a fleet program for our B2B customers. Okay. And that's mm -hmm. a very interesting business because uh, fleets back in the day would partner with you only to fuel with you. You know, you had an RFID sort of a tag that you... Uh, you tied up with the company and say, hey, you've got 100, 200 cars come and fuel with us. But now we can tailor make, uh, you know, even the car servicing, car washing and all of that. Yeah. And uh, unlike the US where you have uh, B2B programs for truckers and drivers and things because of the distances you cover in Europe and Americas, that's not the case in UAE. So we right. haven't gone down the route of uh, the driver rewards yet. Yeah. But uh, we're still looking at ways wherein we can ensure that they come to us uh, rather than, you know, go to mm. competition by, you know, partnering the right guys. Yeah. Have Remittance begun, partners. Have you begun to look uh, beyond uh, financial and economic rewards to uh, how you can uh, benefit the, the customer with different services or even recognition? So we haven't launched a tier based recognition program yet, Gary. Um, we didn't. We we didn't do it back in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one because I don't. I felt we did not have enough data to mm -hmm. back up the kind of tiers that we want to create. To say, yeah, who are your valued customers? Uh, would it be just based on spend, or is it somebody who uh, uses your entire network? Right. So we, we, we were working very closely with our partners that come out to you know, create the right measures and identify who is gold versus who is silver. Yeah. Right. So, so we're in the pros process of sort of doing that. But at the same time, you know, we, we allow customers, uh, we, when, you, when you say value, you know, if you refer to just the currency, we do look at uh, rewards which are beyond currency. You know, it could okay. be... Uh, it could be an exciting trip down to, you know, uh, a coffee plantation, if you're a coffee drinker, or uh, it could be a trip or it could be, uh, you know, a surprise and delight okay. partnership okay. with uh, some of the telecom partners saying, hey, guess what, you just want a phone. Yeah. Uh, right. and, and we love doing that. It's, 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 it, it not only brings a lot of joy, but uh, it's amazing to see how some of the customers react. I mean, yes. back in the day, when, when one of our customers actually won a car, uh, yeah, she probably thought I was a crank caller. Who actually, <laughs> I'm going to report you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is fascinating. I mean, this is, I think, it's like super relevant to a lot of our listeners. I think, obviously, some of the 
larger chains in the U.S. have had uh, loyalty for a long time, pretty mature programs. But I think there's increasingly more and more retailers who are like feel that they don't have a choice if they have want to have access to data, understand their customer. They need to have a strong program, not just to understand their customer, but it it, it also becomes a I think a platform for you to start thinking about your business in a different way. Oh, right? exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, it, it helps you to pivot into any different business that you would like to in the future. Right. right? So, I mean, if you're at a gas station today, but hey, guess what? If the travel business makes you money, the loyalty program can help you partner with the right, right. travel guys. Right. And that's why that's an, it's an alternate revenue. For that, us. No, I think that's a fascinating call out, Gary. And, you know, I mean, people when think, when they think about, a loyalty program, rewards program, they think it's only pertaining to their business. They don't think about necessarily the long-term impact of what that might mean for well, you and your business. Yeah, that, that data and intelligence can and should inform almost every decision made around the business, whether it's internally focused, externally focused. Yeah. It's interesting how we say this, right? Data is the new oil in, in, the, in, in, our, in right. our business. It that is, is right. It is. That's right. Because I, 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 you know, if you, and partnerships are important, whether it's internal or external, it's interesting how today you can have a, a, the car wash and the convenience store partner, or you can have the fuel business and the automotive business partner. And you can actually see how many of these guys are using your uh, oil change. Right. Uh, do, do they get the car service there? Or, or hey, guess what? Uh, I know when you changed your tires last, uh, typically they last uh, a year, year and a half. Yeah, I know how much time you, how many times you come and fuel with me because I also know which car you drive. So typically, based on the typical mileage that your car gives you, I know how many kilometers you do. Hey, guess what? There's a twenty percent off on your tires. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. In fact, sorry, I'm tempted. Next time I make my way to India, I typically transfer in Dubai. I'm going to take a, a an extra long gap and go visit one of your locations. No, you, you should have a cup of coffee with you. <laughs> No, no, I love it. Love to, I love to, love to talk and uh, love to show you uh, some of our gas stations and yeah, we yeah, and I love to hear what you guys are doing because I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we'll get a chance to connect here. But Gary, this is this is this is a pretty refreshing conversation. I, honestly, Suri, I, I saw your rewards. I think the branding colors is all fantastic. It's very attractive, very eye catching, and Thank I you so much. there's there's something very I think simple and clear about the messaging, you know, it's uncluttered. I love the pages. I think you guys have obviously done a fantastic job in uh, reaching out and attracting your customers from a visual perspective. I think that's all. I mean, all of these things are important, right? Yeah. Yes. You, you know, the aesthetics around how... Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I, I know congratulations to you guys to pull this off and at a challenging time. And, I, and you know, you guys are clearly... Uh, think on your feet and figure out how to solve problems. But I think that's that's really what it takes. I think when you have the right motivations, you find solutions uh, to achieve your end. So yeah, great conversation. Gary, you want to, I know we're oh. running up on Suri's time here. So yeah, yeah, no, this has been great. I, I think our listeners will, will love this conversation. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Shaker. Thanks, Gary. Make sure to join us every Monday and connect with us at The Retail Perch on Instagram and Facebook. 
And if you have any questions, feel free to email us at the retail perch at birdseye.com. Until next time, this is Shaker. And this is Gary signing off.